is new money that is available. We believe, we hope, we've heard that perhaps we're going to receive some of that money this week or next week, um, and we're hopeful of that. But Welcome back to the Grunge Bible Podcast. My name is Chris Salona, and I am joined by Ethan Shalloway. And the rumors, Ethan, the rumors are true. There is new money, we think, we hope that will become available at some point in the near future. Um, The new year is beginning, and uh, it's up to you, the people, to make that possible to kind of free up that new money for the Grunge Bible Podcast. That's exactly right, Chris. The man said it the best best himself, we hope, we think. Um, So we have a $2, $5, and $10 Patreon level that goes a long way in keeping this train moving forward. So please consider that as we continue with our episode. Absolutely. So uh, at the beginning of 2024, uh, we will be closing in on our third full year of doing the podcast. And, uh, you know, we have been funded exclusively by the people. Uh, the people are our main, you know, a lot of times you run into people like, well, who's funding this operation? You know, a lot of people are watching, but only a few are funding. Uh, and that is the Patreon supporters. And that is people who choose to purchase our merchandise. Um, so if you're interested in supporting us, you can get some nice Grunge Bible merch. You can check the show notes. Or if you're interested in becoming a monthly supporter over on Patreon at any of those three tiers that Ethan mentioned, uh, I think you should go over there. Uh, it means a lot to us and it helps us uh, continue to put out this product for you. Um, you know, as we've said before, uh, we can say unequivocally that no money that has been freed up has ever found its way into my pocket or Ethan's pocket. Uh, it all goes to the show. Uh, so we thank you for the opportunity to continue to make this show as it's only possible with your money. And as we do, Ethan, I would like to read the top tier supporters on Patreon. And I need to apologize because last week I skipped some names. Um, I was speed some running mul- multiple, s- names? multiple names. We think <laughs> we don't know, but we think, um, so last week I was bragging about the fact that I had speed run the Patreon list and I, apparently I got a little too comfortable uh, because uh, Rachel Corning reached out to me and uh, was very upset. Uh, she wasn't said? She, I, I did not say Rachel's name. Um, wow. And so there were threats made that uh, Rachel's patronage was going to be revoked. Um, but, you know, I'm trying to broker a deal that keeps Rachel on board. Uh, so I'm going to lead off the Patreon ranks this week with the lovely Rachel Corning. In fact, I'll say her name again. Rachel Corning, thank you for $10. She gets, yeah, she gets said, <laughs> she gets yeah, said enough. That's <laughs> yeah, the thing, <laughs> you know. That's if the there's, thing. if people are listening, they know Rachel Corning is top level patron. <laughs> exactly. Like, they, like, there's a few people like that. They probably like, have the list memorized, right? I would really. say there's a few people out there that know who the, the patron are and like, like Ra- Rachel know- Corning and Eddie Vedder got me through my second divorce are like the two most frequently mentioned Patreon supporters. Yeah. So yeah. that's consolation in and of itself. So you know what? I'm not sorry that I missed their names. Yeah, skip Rachel on this this run yeah, around again. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> don't, okay. don't say her name. <laughs> Our top tier supporters on Patreon who give She'll us ten dollars a month and make this possible are Lamella Bone, Pile of Punk, Deboat, Gochu John, Eric R. Berry, Corden Stewart, Keith White, Sherry Matthews, Mike McCready's mustache, Epona, Granny Grunge, Alex Long, Seattle Four fanboy from New Jersey, Eddie Vetter got me through my second divorce, Faith Bittner, Black Hole Sean, Chris LSMS, Nikki Six, Kara K, What the Fuck is Up, Denny's, Doug Endy, Millie, The Blue Owl, Fuck soup jamie lynn lauren irene carlene salona jade mercado and alexa shannon thank you so much that was the inclusive list and i appreciate all of your support uh throughout the uh the the months and years um but yes this is the grunge bible podcast and uh hopefully uh you know this episode finds you well it is now december uh this episode is the first one of december coming out in december the fourth and uh as we do around here ethan 
Let's check in. How are we today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's it's a Saturday and uh yeah, I'm 3 weeks post op from my uh little yeah. shoulder surgery and it's it's doing um it's doing really well. I've like range of motions fully come back and it wasn't supposed to be a difficult recovery. It just needs that 6 weeks or something. So other than like I can't load it and do a ton of strength things, exercises and and really push it uh quite yet. I mean, I could, but there's no reason to. Right. Everything else is going as planned. So um, that's been my main focus the last couple of weeks. So with that being um, on the right track, I'm, you know, it makes everything else pretty, you know, pretty okay, <laughs> as they say. So yeah, innocence in time, innocence yeah, in man. time. That's um, great. How about you, Chris? How are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, I feel like it's been a very long time since we've sat down and recorded Isn't that nice? this. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I feel fresh. I feel excited to do this, which is good because we, I, we actually have updates. Yeah, we actually have updates. Uh, well, do, do I have updates? No, we don't. But uh, we, <laughs> I don't have any don't, updates. There's no updates, but like, if well, the there only, were, the only if, update is that there is new money. Potentially, we think we hope. Potentially, <laughs> we, think we hope. Yeah, uh, man. No, I'm and then good. when when nothing comes in, exactly. you know, it'll be exactly where we <laughs> thought we'd be. Yeah, many and of us even, have feared and feared, even, predicted. even predicted. That's what happens yeah. when we don't get any new support. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I'm doing all right. Um, I've been like half sick for the last week, and I haven't really done anything to done anything about it to take care of myself. So you know, it's just, this, the show keeps rolling. But um, oh, actually, the good news: I put my Christmas tree up last night. Uh, I was really excited about that. The tradition continues. Um, you know, I usually like the first Friday in December, usually my, myself and my grandfather, we go and get our trees and I put his up and then he comes and watches me put mine up and, you know, we just kind of hang out for a little bit. So that's really fun. It's a cool tradition. He's 87 years old. So the holidays are really special to be able to spend with him and, and, uh, his wife, my grandmother who's 86. Um, so that's good. I mean, other than that, I mean, life's just rolling along. I can't fucking believe that it's already December. I'm kind of shook about that a little bit, but I had kind of like a weird morning this morning. So December's coming, the winter time's here. Um, and I generally like, I take some, some different supplements to try to like combat the big sads. So, like I do like vitamin D uh, and I do niacin as well. And like, I hadn't taken it since last winter. And Speed. I Yeah, speed, <laughs> coke, you know, everything. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. Um, cigarettes and apparently i forgot last year because i learned this last year when i started doing this like niacin like some some people like it makes like their skin like kind of crawl and tingle and like you feel like like you're dying almost not like you're dying but it doesn't feel normal so i got up this morning um i went to the bathroom like i washed my hands brushed my teeth and like i took like those pills on an empty stomach and i'm driving to the grocery store i'm like holy fuck like i think i'm dying like what is wrong with me do i need to go oh. to the emergency room and i was like wait a second I'm back on the niacin. That's what's that's what's that's what's doing it. So uh, I think I should probably just stick to the speed, honestly, and and leave the uh, the those two supplements mm -hmm. in in the uh, in the, yeah. uh, the the drug cabinet there. It doesn't sound like those drugs are very fun. No, exactly. And if you're taking drugs, <laughs> they might as well be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it is tough when you take stuff on empty stomachs, and you're like, "How is my body? Like, how does that make such a big difference? I don't know." I don't know. It's hard to say. So, uh, you know, crisis averted. I feel good now. I've got a little bit of coffee left over. As you can probably hear, I'm a little little congested, but that's okay. Uh, the niacin and the vitamin D wasn't going to help with that anyways. And the drugs might not help with that either. Um, so I, this is, Ethan, this is weird. The whole cadence of the episodes kind of kind of topsy-turvy right now since we already we already thanked the Patreon supporters. We thanked all of the top tier. 
uh, very important that we did that. We didn't miss anybody this time around. Um, so uh, as you clicked on the episode, you know that this episode is kind of going to be about our 2023 in music. And uh, if you're on social media, you do know that Spotify Wrapped came out. Um, and if you obviously have Spotify, you know that Spotify Wrapped came out. And it's a it's hard to miss big- it. It's pretty hard to miss it. So uh, we are going to take today's episode to kind of go through our Spotify wrapped uh, and discuss the sights and sounds of this past year uh, and what we listened to. Uh, and maybe perhaps if we were surprised, uh, if we weren't surprised, um, and just kind of our general thoughts about um, about this great music holiday that is a, a fantastic and splendid PR campaign that Spotify uses to basically mask the fact uh, that they don't really pay their artists very much. Uh, there is no new money. <laughs> they don't think, and then they certainly don't hope. Um, yeah. But you know what? It's it's such a conflicting thing, but that's not for us to answer. You know, we're just we're just two guys with microphones that we spent money on this year to, to buy. So, um, before we do that, though, shall we? Shall we get into some this day in music history? I would love to, Chris. Yeah, I'd love to. This day, December fourth, across all years, not just this day, not just all, this year. Yeah, I, I almost said twenty twenty three. This day, I know this date in music. So I guess let's uh let's do the birthdays first. So I think I like the flow of that. We do the birthdays first, and then we get into the random you know Beatles shit and whatnot that has happened over the years because I yeah it's on there obviously right it's um, always it's always so before we <laughs> before before we get like I think I realized like why there's so much Beatles shit on there it's 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 just because it's just because they were the most well documented like band in history right. Of I don't like the the day by day happenings of those band members is unbelievable. Like everybody knows, like oh, like where was Ringo Starr on June seventeenth, nineteen sixty six? It's like oh, you know he he we was. Can, he, we can find can out. Find it. And I, I don't like that, um, but it's nothing I can do about it. All right, birthdays. Uh, let's uh, let's lead it off here. Uh, in nineteen forty four, Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys was born. That's huge. It is huge, Chris, and I'm a Beach Boys over Beatles every day of the week. 100%. If I'm being honest, the Beach Boys got some, like, some bangers out there. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, some good stuff. I'm trying to think. Sloop, Sloop John B. Surfing, surfing USA. Obviously, Surfing USA. And then USA. Uh, the Little St. Nick. I mean, now's the time of year for it, so. Mm-hmm. It is the Little St. Nick. The Little St. Nick. That's good. St. Nicotine's Saint coming. St. Nicotine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's here year-round. <laughs> he is. Uh, so that was, yeah, 44. That's like 80, 79, 79 years, ago. years ago. Okay. My math okay. is correct. All right, next. I don't know this person, Chris, so I'm going to let you take care. I don't think I know. Uh, okay, the, the Pogues. Yeah, yeah I don't so, think so, I know the Pogues. So the Pogues, um, they, were a, um, they were an English uh, kind of like, you know, there was just an important band. I don't really know much about them, but they're actually, they've been in the news recently because the uh, uh, the front man of the Pogues just passed away, Shane McGowan. He passed away on November the 30th, okay. um, 2023, obviously. But on this day in 1947, uh, Terry Woods of the Pogues uh, was born, um, and he is a multi-instrumentalist who was uh, integral to the uh, music of the Pogues. Um, they're like, 
and this always happens, you know, somebody passes away and then it's kind of a sign, like maybe you should check it out because like, I don't know anything about the Pogues um, or Shane or Shane McGowan, but like, I see all of these musicians that I really admire releasing these really heartfelt statements talking about Shane now that he's passed away and the, and the music and the work that he did. And, the, and you know, the, the great words that he was able to put together, put down on paper. Um, so maybe this is our sign uh, to kind of get into the Pogues uh, because I, I really don't know anything about them, but happy birthday. Uh, to Terry, it's got to be a tough birthday for somebody, you know, when your bandmate just passes away a few days before. Um, be really difficult, yeah, especially when people are reaching out and probably talking about a lot of those times. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. This next one, I feel like you have a connection to this man somehow, <laughs> but South <laughs> Southside Johnny was born in 1948 at the Asbury Jukes. And uh, at the brief research that I did, I guess John Bon Jovi acknowledged him as the reason for singing. So, Chris, <laughs> so it's, is there so more it's a that very we need to know? unfortunate thing that the Asbury <laughs> Jukes existed if, if, if John Bon Jovi gives them all the credit. Yeah, no, Southside Johnny, he's just, he was a very important um, musician of the Asbury Park kind of boardwalk, New Jersey sound scene. Um, you know, I think a lot, he's mentioned in, in the same breath a lot of times as Bruce Springsteen, you know, hailing from the same area more or less the same time and he's uh you know he's an institution there on the jersey shore so um i don't consume the asbury jukes music i don't really consume anything from from Southside johnny there oh yeah but, uh, i was looking right at it <laughs> yeah born on this day in 1948 so happy birthday to Southside johnny that's incredible his name is john to... his name is john lyon is he was not born as Southside johnny well, that's we a shame. We think we probably knew that, though. That's a shame. That is a shame. Oh, uh, yeah. He went to high school with Gary Talent, who's the bassist for the E Street Band. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Every, really everything, cool. everything was intertwined there in a similar fashion to how Seattle has a lot of people kind of crossing over and playing together. Like that, that Jersey scene of the late 60s and early 70s. Um, that most prominently produced the E Street Band. I mean, there's so many stories of, of people, you know, working together and collaborating. So it's a really cool scene um, if you appreciate that kind of fraternal element uh, of music. So check it out. Yeah, I've seen some, I've seen a good amount of shows at the Stone Pony in Asbury Park. So I'm sure that- Have you? Uh-huh. No kidding. Yeah, the jokes and the I've Dirty always, Heads. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah, I've seen the Dirty Heads there a few times. I think I, I, think I probably saw the Front Bottoms. Yeah, Stone Pony um, and Asbury Lanes are two um, pretty historic venues over there. PD just played Asbury Lanes on this <clears throat> tour that he was doing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's right by the, it's right by the beach, you know. Pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Even though I didn't, it wasn't uh, good weather to do the whole double beach and concert effectively, but whatever. Is what it is. Moving up to 1969. Great year in music. For all of the reasons of Woodstock and all the good music that was out, but also because Jay-Z was born in that year on December 4th. That's pretty Jay-Z big. Is, yeah, Jay-Z is obviously quite influential in the scene and, and a mastermind in, in a lot of ways and producing and Mastermind great music. everything, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he's Happy legit. Birth- he's, he's worth legit. bringing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he feels better knowing that the Grunge Bible podcast discussed him on his birthday. So um, that was that was for Jay-Z right there. Uh, let's get into the um, the on this day events. And uh, as as we have to do, we've got a couple of Beatles, but we're going to get them out of the way early. 
um, so we don't have to talk about them later on. <laughs> so on, on December 4th, 1962, the Beatles made their London area television debut uh, when they appeared on a live broadcast um, on Tuesday Rendezvous. Uh, I don't, I'm not familiar with what that is, but they performed live, but they lip synced performances of Love Me Do and 45 seconds of P.S. I Love You, probably because of the television constraints at the time. But, you know, making their debut on television in London, you know, for them, probably a pretty big deal. 100%. Very big deal. First time in television back in 62. I don't even know when the TV was invented, but I'm sure that's <laughs> right around then. <laughs> I think they had Lips. televisions in like the early 40s. What do you think about lip syncing at um, like on TV and stuff like performance, Super well, Bowl performances probably have been called out for that. Stuff. From a logistical standpoint, I think there's some elements where it's very complicated to not do it. Um, like, for example, they just did the Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York and like all of those people are lip syncing because there's really no way to to not have them lip sync. Right. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't like it. But there's what do you some... mean? We can't give them mics? I don't no, understand. no. But like, just like <laughs> for, from like a sound perspective, to like tie it into the broadcast. Like, what do you do? You just have like speakers on the floats. Like, there's just a logistical nightmare. But I, I don't like lip syncing. But I guess there's some instances where maybe I could understand it. Um, but you know, the Beatles, there was no need for them to lip sync. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if you have a chorus of people, I like, at the parades and stuff. You know, logistically speaking, but yeah. pretty. Uh, Pretty lame. I think it's pre- I think it's pretty lame. Yeah. Like if you're gonna do it, you just if you're do a it. performer, you're you a do performer. it live or you do it not at all. Yeah, exactly. What are we afraid of? It's gonna you know mess up. Yeah. It's part of the gig. So when we do our live podcast at some point in the future, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're gonna, gonna lip sync it. What we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna pre-record the intro and some stuff and then try and and try and lip lip it. That would be yeah. really funny, actually. That would be hilarious. We would mess up. <laughs> We'd fuck it up so bad. Uh, Ethan, you're up. 1964. More Beatles, baby. More Beatles, In 1964, baby. December 4th, the Beatles released their fourth album, Beatles for Sale. What a name. Um, and I'm not buying. <laughs> it's The sign is still up, Beatles for Sale. No one has, no one has bought. Um, I, don't, I don't know this album. Yeah, the only song it's that one I of know the, I mean, that I tolerate one of the many is, albums they have. They've got they've got a lot of albums. Um, they have a song uh, that's like a direct like '50s like Elvis ripoff. Um, it's called Kansas City slash Hey 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 Hey. Um, and it's yeah, it's just like a total kind of, I guess, tribute or ripoff depending on what camp you're in of like that '50s sound. But then again, Elvis ripped that off from a lot of the uh, you know earlier black musicians from the states too. So everybody's ripping everybody off. So. The Beatles mm-hmm. were just next in line. So happy birthday um, to Beatles for <laughs> Beatles sale. For sale. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into some, some maybe some, um, some, some stuff that we're uh, more interested in. Um, on Smash this day, a pumpkin near. Exactly. On this day in 1979, cool kids never do have the time. Um, a young and fledgling U2 appeared at a venue called the Hope and Anchor in London, uh, and they were misbilled as the U2s, plural, um, and they played <laughs> to a rousing crowd of only nine people. And the show ended abruptly after The Edge broke a guitar string, and evidently uh, there were no replacements at that time. So, you know, the string went, and thus That's, went the set. That is an incredible story. Hey, the from fact the that bottom they, of the barrel to the cream of the crop, man. The fact that they only had nine people and they, and they didn't have an extra string or extra guitar to have the show go on. And yeah. they didn't even play with, I mean... 
I don't want to say how important is that one string, but like, can you make it work? You probably make you probably make it work. You you, you know, advise, imp, imp, improvise. Like, yeah, it happens. And the best part about this show, Ethan, is that there were nine ticketed people there. I'm sure in the years since there have been about fifty thousand people who have claimed that they've they they were actually <laughs> there. Then like, that's how it always happens. For some reason, I was thinking like as soon as you started saying that, I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. it's like I was there, man. The uh, this low E string just went and they just walked off the stage. It was crazy. Well, I was gonna say like, yeah, I bought a ticket, but for some reason I couldn't go. Like, I had oh, a yeah. ticket to that people show. People love people love saying that they could have bought tickets to something, but something came up. Oh yeah, I, I mean had, I do it. I do it too. So. It's true. It, oh, it's, always true. It's, always it's always true. It's always true. It's always true, Chris. I mean, we, everybody always could have almost done anything, right? It's like yep. the Bowling for Soup song. Exactly. Exactly. That's a song of the week alum right there. Oh, dude, almost so good. Yeah, I'm going to listen to um, that afterwards. In 1980, a year later, Led Zeppelin announced their breakup in the wake of John Bonham's death. Sad day in music. Yeah. And obviously I believe... losing... One of the yeah. greatest bands and people, drummers. All time. And I think a couple of weeks ago we had, it was the anniversary of Bonham's death. So I think, you know, a couple of, took a couple of weeks and then, you know, the, the surviving members of the band had decided, you know, that they weren't going to continue. So uh, December 4th, uh, 1980, they made it official. Uh, we've got a couple of, t- a couple of not so happy ones coming up here on this day in 1988, Roy Orbison played his final show uh, and he would pass away two days later. Uh, he was dealing with a bunch of different heart issues. And, uh, once again, another artist that I, I'm really not super, super familiar with, um, but obviously very significant. One of those other artists that, you know, a lot of my favorite musicians look up to him and, uh, really revere his work. And, um, so once again, I gotta, I gotta Frank, do my homework here. Frank Zappa, that is. <clears throat> yeah, he, uh, oh, are you talking about Roy Oberson? I, I, right I thought you moved right on to the no, next I didn't move right on. Let's, of, let's move right on to 1993. Yeah. Frank Zappa died on this day, 1993. I think he was only 53. He had terminal yeah. prostate cancer that he was battling for some time. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking about him already. And I, cause the thought yeah, rings true. I, I don't really, I know, I'm not that's really very I mean. familiar. Yeah, it really is. That's a sad one. I've watched. I've watched a few things on him, and he's got some. Yeah, just I mean, crazy psychedelic. He's incredible. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really pushed the boundaries of music, uh, which you'd love to hear. Um, and I, yeah, fast forward 2011. Blues legend Hubert Sumlin dies at age 80, and um, blues hero. Yeah, I he know. Was, he, was, another... he was. He was one of those guys. Um, you know, there's, there's so many of them throughout history that, you know, they could just play the, play blues guitar, like, like few other people before or since, uh, and Hubert Sumlin was one of them. Uh, there's a lot of good, good video of him online. And, um, when I was in college, my track and field coach was a big blues guy and we would always go back and forth and we would spend some time with, with Hubert Sumlin's music from time to time. So, um, passed away on this day in 2011 and on this day in 2014, we have a false alarm of sorts. Um, so on this day, and it says a day after a fake MSNBC story reports the death of Axl Rose. So MSNBC reported his death prematurely on December 3rd, 2014. And on the 4th, Axl Rose tweets, if I'm dead, do I still have to pay taxes? But a ch. Crazy. Unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so interesting. <laughs> Did he, <laughs> I mean, do you think that he... Yeah, having misinformation like that is so i remember when kobe passed away and i was like please like be a misinformation like a yes. leak and stuff i mean talk about like 
releasing stuff like that and it not being true like what kind of yeah, person it's, it's fucked. holy shit dude. well it's it's I, I think like like the for-profit media and it's like you know everything is to make money and like instead of being right it's more important to be first first um and it's not the first time you know that obviously information that's incorrect has been released as as something that's fact and yeah i remember the the kobe one i think TMZ had had the scoop first and they originally said that it was, I think everybody but him. And they're like, oh, like it was him and then just him. And then it was him and his whole family. It was just, it's so awful just to like have that like speculation play out. And it's so sad too. And it's gotta be emotionally scarring for a lot of people too. Um, yeah. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. That yep. day in 2020. TMZ, man. MSNBC. Yeah. Hate him. You think you think you think uh how would you react if uh, somebody prematurely reports the uh, death of grunge bible? I thought you were going to say me. Or Maybe you. I mean you too. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean it would be if if all of a sudden I saw in the news that you passed away that would, and <clears throat> and I hadn't heard from you in like you know more than like 12 hours I'd be yeah. like you know now is that he? I think about it this is yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that would be weird. But if, if it wasn't us and it was like, hey, like Grunge Bible Chris just decided. tweets back like, I'm, I've been in hiding. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We're good. <laughs> like I thought <laughs> edible was a little too strong. <laughs> what would you be, if someone pronounced you dead um, incorrectly, what would your, what would be your tweet? I think it would just be, we are so back. <laughs> we yeah, are so would, back. Yeah. That would be good. I, or yeah, it, it, it would have to be that. But I think if someone like prematurely reported like longtime Instagram institution grunge Bible has announced that they're closing down shop, even if we hadn't decided to, if they announced that, I'd just be like, you know what? That sounds, that sounds good to me. Let's, let's close it down. I mean, that's how the, leg that's how the legacy grows is we have to, exactly. we have to pass uh, before our time. So, right. So it could be, it could be, it could be soon. I mean, everybody has farewell tours and marketing stunts right, and comes fuck back. Those. I hate so. the farewell tours. I'll, we'll just drop well, Chris, off the face Chris, hear me the out. Let's, let's all do right, it. All right. All right. <laughs> Cash <laughs> grab. No, I think it'd be better. Three months. We'll take a three month break. Yeah. yeah if everybody's listening now, they're not, they're going to know it's coming, but that's we'll, okay. Let's, yeah. In January 1st, we'll be them. our last pod and we'll come back in April on April yeah. 1st. That sounds good. Or we just don't announce that we're going away and then we just disappear for a while right. to create intrigue. And then we're like we're back. I think that would be good as well. But, you know, we've got a lot of things to think about uh, for this upcoming year of 2024. Um, but we got to close the book on 2023 first. Uh, Ethan, let's get into our Spotify wrapped. Let's get into our favorite music from this past year, um, the year that was. Um, and just beginning uh, for me as well, there's been a growing trend uh, and a lot of it has to do with our friendship. Um, the diversification of the music that I'm interested in continues to grow. Um, and you can, if you just look at my, my reports uh, from 2016 to now, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's so many different sounds that I listen to a lot and that I appreciate. And a lot of it has to do with you. And a lot of it has to do with people like you that have really diverse tastes that kind of challenge me to explore different areas. So um, I was really happy uh, with my list I think I listened well this last year. I performed well. Um, Amen. Yeah, if it's it's a good feeling, you know, you, you give consistent effort for you know eleven months out of the year, and you're rewarded with a quality a quality list that uh, you know. In my opinion, like I love I love the top one hundred compilation playlist that they give you because it's such a cool time capsule that you can use to go back to any year. Uh, I've had Spotify since 2016, so I've got them back to that year and 
uh, you know, you just put them on shuffle and you can kind of remember all of the things that you were thinking about and what your life was like and the people that were in your life. So years from now, I can go back to 2023's uh, playlist and, and do the same thing. Yeah, it is fun to always fun to look back. I mean, pretty genius idea to incorporate something like this. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say because we're in the music world. Music is very important to us. Like we are in the I, music world. Like I generally like to see what people are listening to. There's a lot of jokes out there. People get really upset. Like yeah, and I understand. Been. Like I'm trying to think if like what somebody other people would be into and post, and I'd be like, I don't get it. Yeah. The music is so universal. Like I like it. I mean, yeah, it's a good it's a good marketing thing. And like I mean, all it does is get Spotify all over the internet, so it's great, right, for them. But like. I love seeing what people listen to. And oh, I have a lot awesome. of, I have a lot of friends, like my one roommate, I think I sent it, he makes music and like his growth over the past year as a, as a, an artist is like stunning. Really cool. You know, yeah. Full, fully surfing dude. He's got like over 2.3 million like streams mm. and, and listeners. And it's somebody yeah. else from Kentucky, like a DJ. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, he's mm -hmm. up like 800% and like yeah. just crazy stuff that I'm like, it's so cool to like kind of catch it, catch up yeah. with that. So I'm glad that these guys post that. Yeah, I I, I think I, I love it when anybody posts it because it's a good it's a good look into kind of what their passions and interests are. And I think honestly, like as as silly as it sounds, like I think it's a cool thing um, to to feel you know uh, confident enough to like put your interests out there and to share what you're what you're passionate about musically. Um, because I, I think a lot of, a lot of people, obviously we're all concerned with what other people are thinking of us. And, um, I think musically that's, that's also a big thing too. Cause there's like music that people think is cool and people think it's not cool or people think it's weird, but I think it's cool. People, you know, put themselves out there and like, Hey, this is like, this is where I've gone to this past year for, you know, this is what I've enjoyed. And, and you learn more about people and you, you learn more about music that way too. So it's one of my favorite years. It's also historically one of my least productive days at work, uh, just because I'm on my phone <laughs> looking at Instagram and Spotify the whole day. But, you know, we're allowed liberties here and there. Yeah. The, uh, if the, if the saying is, you know, you are who you are, who you hang out with, like, your emotional state is the music you listen to. So oh, absolutely. Here's a door into my emotional state this past year. Yeah, man. I totally agree. Um, so do you have handy uh, the number of minutes that you listened to this past year? Yeah, I do. I, uh, well, I do have it right here. Let me quick pull it up now because I, I, you got to click through the, the yeah, page. There's no, like, there's no easy way to do it. But I got mine this year was 56,500 uh, minutes. It's mm -hmm. a little low compared to like the other years, probably because um, I actually did a lot of listening. I feel like I need to check my YouTube stuff because like when I was at home, like I would listen to like I would go on YouTube and watch some stuff and sure. and the cars. I've been I've I listen to podcasts a lot too. So mm -hmm. if that's thirty nine days, I mean it's it's like not my best number, but yeah, not everything's not everything's in there, you know. Yeah, exactly. Say. Yeah, and, and and not everything's about you know being in the you know getting accruing all of the numbers uh this past year i listened to ninety three thousand twenty seven minutes uh on spotify which uh in 2022 i actually listened to 121,000 minutes so i i, I kind of lost like 25 like percent yeah 30 yeah. percent which you know it's fine but similarly 
um you know you seek out music in different ways and you know maybe i'm, I'm trying to wean off spotify let's just yeah. be honest let's say, yeah let's cut be by, honest cut by 30 percent every year we'll be good i want to um, see my band camp numbers exactly man <laughs> we gotta we gotta get up there we gotta start using uh, like like spleaker or whatever the fuck all these other Spreaker, weird, yeah Spreaker, whatever whatever the ones are that's um, for podcasts i don't know if that's for music yeah either. yeah that's true <laughs> i don't know it's hard to say so but still it's still like i mean it, still a lot of time yeah. <laughs> listening to music i mean it's the lifestyle that is the lifestyle and for me like i, I work from home so i listen to music the whole day like you know yeah. when i'm not when i'm not on the phone or when i'm not broadcasting how much do you play your, yeah how much time how much time do you listen to records um not very often here? i have a really shitty turntable um and it's just like it, it doesn't sound good and like it really only sounds good like when i put headphones in and like it's just inconvenient for me to like lay next to the turntable with my headphones on um so at this point i just uh i buy records just to support artists yeah um with with the mind that one day i'll i'll decide to like get a proper you know turntable set up with some speakers um and and uh you know get that set up and i'll have all these great records that i like to play but generally right now like I, i'll buy one you know if an artist that i like is coming out with something and they press it on vinyl i'll, I'll purchase a copy you know just yeah. to kind of throw my hat in the ring and and support and something just so i can sleep at night because i do use spotify and it's a nice you know supportive kind of thing but there's mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of ways to support so. yeah i've been finding myself like in the past like two months i've been listening to a ton more i got a few more records so yeah dude just got the chestnut grove record after absolutely the, the yeah show that's, really, and, that's really cool yeah yeah. So it's been fun to listen to that, but yeah. So should we go? Uh, should we go top artists five to one, and then top songs five to one, or inverse? We'll start with no, artists. I think that's good. Uh, I think everybody artist is more important, right? Yeah, I think so. Than song, I mean, yeah, and it's more because the song is, you know, the song is as we'll get to. I think a little bit misleading sometimes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've had some cases of that in the past. Um, I can go first with my top five artists. Um, so I will start at number five. Uh, my fifth most listened to artist was Petey. Uh, in 2022, he was my second most. Um, but also, so this year was a little complicated for Petey because we had had, um, I listened to a lot of Petey this year and a lot of his new record USA, but a lot of my listening of it was before it actually had come out and it wasn't on Spotify uh, you know, we were able to, you know, get some access, uh, to, to watch and listen. All right, so. We get it, Chris. You have access to stuff. <laughs> we have access to a lot of different things and there is new money. We think we hope. Um, so I think he would have been higher, especially because I'm a little perturbed about my fourth and my third most, mm. um, more so my third, but my fourth most was Soundgarden. Um, they're just always in the mix. Um, I don't really feel like I listened to, Soundgarden more than you know every other artist save for three of them but you know they're always on here i you know um a lot of super unknowns and a lot of bad motor fingers and this year there's a lot of down on the upside actually so I, I suppose that makes sense uh in the number three position for me uh, i cannot seem to get myself i cannot seem to get my top five ridded of this group uh number three for me this year was pearl jam uh which i'm I'm kind of dumbfounded by it. like I know like the that joke of like oh like like it's literally your data like there's no surprises but like I I legitimately feel like I didn't listen to that much Pearl Jam this year unless it was one of those cases where I accidentally had Red Bar on for too long or something um 
But like, I just don't feel like I listen to a whole lot of Pearl Jam. Like they were always like number one or number two. Uh, but the last two years, like I really don't feel like I listen to them a whole lot and they were, they're always there. Um, so that's just the way that that went. Uh, number two, uh, this year was Mark Lanigan. Uh, he was my number one artist in 2022. And I believe in 2021, he was my number five. And then in 2020, he was also up there as well. So, uh, I think for the rest of my life, Do you just have screenshots from last year. Yeah. I've got all the data right here. I've got a, I've yeah, got a, fo- yeah, I've got a folder did. with everything. Yeah. Madman. Yep. Yeah, I'm a madman. I'm 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 a fucking slut for data like that. So and I just oh, love yeah. kind of holding on to stuff like that. And making their debut on my top five list for the first time and coming Not in hot. Surprising. Not at surprising. At number one, they came out swinging this year. Um, and <laughs> my screen number, door. My number one most listened to band was the Wonder Years. Um, I saw them five times this year, and um, this was really the year that I completely and utterly fell in love with them and everything they do so i was totally unsurprised by this and i was so pumped for them to be my top band so really fired up about that yeah you were just like i you saw that and you're like i'm not a poser (laughs) like i've earned (laughs) like i did it this is the final stamp like i i have i've had the other fans tell me this i knew this but like this is the final like i put the time in like yeah like i did i did two things this year like i one they were my top artists on spotify and number two i got a wonder years inspired tattoo so like no one can ever talk shit to me yeah and you've and you've traveled to a show like anytime anytime you go outside of your state to see a concert that 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 means that's a big deal i've only seen them in my state once i've seen them in massachusetts i've seen them in connecticut I've seen them in New Hampshire. I've seen them in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I've also seen them in Georgia. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm covering the bases. That's 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 really good. That's you know? what you got to do. Yeah, that is what you got to do. That's awesome. Not surprising. That was your number. What was your number five again? My was, number five was Petey. Oh, Petey. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The only thing surprising was Pearl Jam. I think. Yeah. Like there's that no does. way, there's no way. Like I know there yeah. obviously is a way, but there's no way I listen to more Pearl Jam than I listened to PD this year. Yeah, I wonder. Like, like, like there's like no Brian Jonestown massacre on here either. Like I'm super, like I listen to much more of them than Pearl Jam. Yeah, I wonder. Is it, do you think it's just minutes listen? I don't know. I I I do wonder if like your historical trends kind of. I don't know how they you know how they uh, compile this data and how they kind of. Uh, yeah, you know, put it together. Like if it's minute so. listener, if it's like plays or starts or something. Yeah, because like, if it, if it starts or yeah, because I I feel like it'd be I don't know I don't know how they do it, but I, I guess there's there's definitely a way out there that would make sense. Um, sometimes I do listen to like Pearl Jam live albums or live versions of songs, and like they get kind of jammy and like it was like I, like just recently like I listened to like a, a version of Wish List that was like nine minutes long. So if it's total minutes, then that would make sense. Yeah, but who's to say? All right, I'll go ahead and give mine. Yeah, I'm su- I was surprised to see that PD was not in my top five. That is surprising. Uh, it is surprising. Maybe it's because we got access early. Maybe because we had early access, <laughs> or maybe because we have records too. Like, no, it's very true. Um, so yeah, that was a big surprise. Um, this is like I don't have my last year's data, and I wonder if I probably sh- I should be able to access that. Like, I should. Spotify should have that somewhere. So yeah. I'm going to do some research, but usually Dave Matthews has been on this list and this is Dave Matthews is not on the list. And I think that's a good <laughs> Thank thing. God. <laughs> Dave always, Dave always makes it there. Dave, Dave's always um, learned. You never know. Like he could appear at any moment. Yes. He could appear because he has some live concerts that I, I like on, um, on there. So, Oh yeah. Um, but I'm not surprised. So my number five is death cab for cutie. And 
not surprising because they came here and they played, they released a new album. And when we talked to Petey, he brought them up. So there was a, res a big resurgence yeah. um, with You're them. You're big in the death cab this year. Yeah, my uh, peak listening month was July. I like that they did that they did this. And that was right around cool. when we- yeah, I right like around that. when we started talking, to, we talked to Petey about it, and right, um, I can't remember exactly what month. I may have saw him in June that was, or, or May. I, I, I might yeah, have I saw think, him a little bit before. Yeah, I think it was May that you saw them. But their um, their their new album that I believe came out in January. Maybe it could have even been twenty two. Um, but Asphalt Meadows, it, it was really good. Loved it. Um, my number four, I'm definitely not surprised. Um, yeah, I think it's a perfect spot because maybe last year I listened a little more to them, but Goose, Goose was up there. Yeah. Huge Goose year. Um, listen to them. Try to think. I guess I saw them at the end of 22. No, I did. I saw them in the spring um, this past year, April like 20th or something. And Goosemas sure. is coming up. Goosemas is this Sunday. Goosemas. or this. To all and, those uh, who celebrate. To all those who celebrate Goosemas, I'm like, it's like 10 hours away and it would just be an absolute idiotic move to try and make it work um and i, I i'm debating big time because a friend has an extra ticket but it just yeah. doesn't seem realistic but it's been cool to watch their arc and honestly you know the whole beef not beef they don't have beef because they're accepted by fish and like but their fans like it's just interesting to see the collide with the bands and stuff and it's just so hard for jam band enthusiasts to like really like it just it just needs to be appointed they bands need to be appointed in the way that they want them to be for right. like to really so i've seen like a few like memes and stuff in the past like i was you just see a lot of that stuff and it's really funny because i right. like goose yeah um uh, my number three uh, my my most listened to them was in march and i think that's pretty much when i saw them so that makes a lot that, of sense that was yeah um thank you confirmation <laughs> i do remember because i, I, we no, had I made like very abortive plans to uh for me to come down for that yeah. show but it just didn't end up happening uh my number three foo fighters um again not surprising new record released i loved i loved the new record i listened to them a lot I, yeah. it, best month was june i think that's when it came out and i realized with a lot of these bands so um i don't really necessarily have playlists that I make like you do. Like I have, a, I, I listen to my like songs and then I download albums. Mm -hmm. And so like when I fly, like I just have albums downloaded and these are all like the Foo Fighter album I've had downloaded the whole year. So like it's my default. Um, and we'll get my number one is exactly right. Like I download a few of his albums and like he's my number one artist. Yeah. So like these bands are just like the stuff that is like forever saved on my Spotify for the year. Mm -hmm. Like the Death Cab and the Foo Fighters and Goose, like all those albums. Um, and Foo Fighters, like I said, I love that album, and we had good connection with them this year. Yeah. Um, number two, no surprise, the front bottom's up there at the top still. Yeah. Let's do a bunch. Probably saw them, I think I saw them three times this year. Maybe maybe four, I don't know. Um, most listened in March, kind of surprising, but who knows? Who knows what I was feeling in March, I guess. Right. Because um, that also is the same as, you know, my goose, and the months were the same. I mean, I just listened to a lot of music back then, a lot of travel. But yeah, one of my favorite bands. Talk about them a lot. I'm um, oh, yeah. surprised. Maybe a little surprised they weren't in your top five. I was a little um, surprised. Once again, like how the fuck is how are I they not in there in Pearl Jam? Is yeah, like, exactly. There's a racket in here somewhere. <laughs> I know. It does. It's. Yeah, it, just it, doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It does not. It make doesn't sense. make any sense. <laughs> I'm pissed. 
Um, all right, my number one, and uh, this one, uh, just really proud of myself for this for this one. <laughs> my number one. Uh, <laughs> I was I was shocked. <laughs> I dude, I I was shocked too. And this is the same thing when you're talking about the Wonder Years, like. You're just so pleasant, pleasantly surprised yeah. to see them as number one. It gives you, you can, street like, cred. It gives you street cred. Like my number one <laughs> artist this year was Delicate Steve. And, <laughs> yes. And like, if you don't know who Delicate Steve is, uh, I found him through there's a there's an animation artist named Joe Kappa who has like this this skit that is just so funny and like in it like it's the characters from Scooby Doo and they're camping and they're getting high and they have this music on like who's this playing? He's like Delicate Steve. And he's like, Delicate Steve's like, yeah. He's like, I like it. And like, I just, I started listening to them and all of a sudden like had a few of their, his albums downloaded. He doesn't sing. Um, it's just awesome, like guitar work. And he's just so delicate, you know? He's Delicate and, um, Steve. Yeah. And I was really bummed. I was going to go see him um, in June, right around Jab Fest time. But there was, it was so tight and it was in Brooklyn. Things were so just really gonna, crazy at that and it, time. And if it, like you said, if it was in Philly, like, okay, but it was in Brooklyn and it was like, right. I don't go to Brooklyn very often. So it would have been, you know, it's just total new territory in a lot of ways. So right. um, it didn't happen, but he's like number one on my list. Like when, t when stuff comes up, I'm, I'm going, yeah. can't wait. So yeah, I was pumped. Like I'm like the 0.01% of fans because yeah. I probably listened to. That listen fired to. me up a lot when I saw Delicate <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve taking the cake because with you, normally it is like the front bottoms or like the gooses of the world. Yeah. Um, but Delicate Steve just going for the jugular. That was, that was, that was really important. I'm glad. Finally, I'm finally niche and cool, you know? Exactly, my top, man. My, you know, a lot of, I got the boulder. You got boulder. The boulder, the boulder stamp, you know, the nice. goose Delicate Steve's and Grateful Dead fans yeah. of the world. I got um, uh, Burlington, Vermont, because it told me that more people listen to Petey and the Brian Jonestown massacre there, which I, really? I objectively don't believe is true. Um, but I, I, there was like a there they was have a thing, the stats, Chris. I guess uh, it is. It's literally <laughs> data, my brother in Christ. <laughs> so I don't know, but I guess it's literally data that I listen to Pearl Jam more than all every other band except two of them. So. Who knows? All right, let's get into it. I'm not buying. No, I'm not buying it. Yeah, just like the Beatles are still for sale, Spotify's data still for sale. Um, yeah. Shall we get into our top five songs now? Yeah. I think we do it. Um, so I'll start five to one. Uh, Ethan, I, this is one that made me proud because I think you would be proud of me for this. Uh, my fifth song was Trains Across the Sea by the Silver Jews. I, I, I saw your list and I was like, no shit. I was like, Chris, yeah. actually, um, the last since it came out the like the last few days, like I thought about your list and I went and listened to some more Jew, the silver Jews. And I was like, I'm so glad that Chris, like, yeah, that's such a, that was, that's such a gem for this past year that I'm, I'm glad it stuck. Yeah. Really, it, really it proud of you. Yeah. Shout out to you, Andrew, man. Andrew Darwin and, and his influence to yeah. have me start listening to them. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you, Ethan. Yeah. This, this song was, uh, I listened to it a lot in like late spring, early summer. It was just kind of like, the way I was feeling at the time, it just kind of explained it in the perfect way. So that one was for sure. Um, very happy to see that one making the list. I was, I was listening to him. I put him on last night actually. Um, nice. and I was listening cause, cause I, I, I literally think I looked at your list some, for some reason, cause we were thinking about this episode. Right. And like, I put him on and I was like, you know, and I listened to me and you, we li I listened to a lot of artists that, um, don't sing very well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, and exactly. Like, this man takes the cake for like yeah. people who listen. Be like, why are you listening to this? And like, like I don't know, man. The, punks in the beer light, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're like I don't know, man. Yeah. I just I like I don't know how to say it, but I like it. 
Well, it's, people say people say that about Brian Sella right. the whole all the time too, and, right. and I think I told you the anecdote. Like I, I took uh, Eddie Vedder got me through my second divorce. Ring that bell um, to a front bottom show. Like we went together, and he was like, "Yeah, he's like I wasn't really into Brian's voice a whole lot, or like the front bottom." And then I realized it's just poetry. And then I then I immediately once I flipped that switch, I loved it. Uh, I think Silver Jew's the same way. Uh, you know, there's a lot of artists out there like that, but spoken you know. word. Yeah, it's fucking great. Um, yeah, that song's really special to me. This uh, Another song I think you'll be proud of me for is my fourth song, uh, and that is Agnes by The Glass Animals. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another one Huge. I, I spammed it the whole year. Um, it's just the perfect nostalgia song for me, and it just kind of puts me in a really uh, introspective headspace, uh, and I like to occupy that headspace a lot. I Probably a little too much, but um, I'm very grateful that I know that song now. Um, and that it's a part of my uh, regular rotation now. So it could be coming back in, in, in the years to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving up to number three, uh, this one, uh, I have an, not an explanation because it's a really good song and I really enjoy it, but a, a, like the, 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 the reasoning for why it's my number three song. Um, and it is uh, a song by Samia and it's called Big Wheel. It was her big hit from her album in 2020 called The Baby. Um, and love this song I have since it's come out. Uh, I saw Samia live. She opened for Lucy Dacus um, uh, last year. And it was really, really great. Like her and her band were fantastic. The song live was sweet. But one night earlier this year, I think in like June or July, I was I was listening to this song before I went to sleep and I forgot to turn it off before I went to sleep. So it just racked up like eight hours of playtime oh, overnight, yeah. overnight while I was sleeping. So I, like as soon as that happened, I was like, this is gonna this is gonna come back to me and Spotify wrapped. Um, but it's good representation. Uh, I love this song. It's really, really good. So I have no issues with it. Um, good. Moving up to number two, uh, we are going to Mark Lanigan, uh, his song Old Swan from the Gargoyle album. Uh, yeah, this song just, it, it just hits different, um, you know, late at night when you're driving on the highway or you know, you're smoking a cigarette, you know, under a moonlit sky, you know, and it's just, it's, it's, it's a really, it's such a feel good song, strangely. Um, and Mark Lanigan said, he's like, this is the only song that I ever wrote. Uh, that was completely absent of sadness and darkness. Um, and it's just, uh, it's got, it's got like this really cool kind of like airy joy division, y outro, um, that I really, really appreciate. And it just, it just makes you feel good. Like it, it feels, this song feels like somebody is taking a weight and pulling it off your shoulders just a little bit so you can breathe well. Um, and I love, I love this song so much. I'm glad that I'm representing in my top fives, like happy Lanigan <laughs> instead of really sad Lanigan this year. Yeah. Could have went um, both ways. That's, that's really good. Yeah. And then my number one song, uh, this was the most unsurprising part of my list along with my top, uh, band. Uh, and my top song is from my top band and it is, uh, the wonder years song. You're the reason I don't want the world to end off of their 2022 album. The hum goes on forever. It's the closing track to that album. It is my favorite wonder years song. Um, it is the one that inspired the most recent tattoo that I just got. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is just a fucking perfect song. And I listened to it a whole hell of a lot. And I saw them play it twice live in the spring. Uh, and I will never forget that. Yeah, that's awesome. So that was your only Wonder Years in the top. My only Wonder Years, yeah. Which I was kind of, I was a little surprised at. But then again, like, like two through five, like I, I like I listened to these songs a lot this year. So I'm, I was a little surprised there was no like Low Tide or Screen Door 
or they're there. Or I thought like late sep like September when I saw them, saw them a couple of times in the fall, I listened to I just want to sell out my funeral yeah, a whole hell my, of a lot. My favorites. And I was and I was very surprised that that didn't make the top um Well, my qu next question five. is how many how many times does it say you listen to it? Oh shoot. Uh let's see if it I says have that, it, it's in the I have story. that screenshot somewhere. Yeah. Um I let me find that. You can start your list while I, yeah. I find it here cuz it's Yeah. It's yeah, there. It's like the, right. That it's was right the before. one thing I didn't screenshot. Yeah. It's like the fourth story. Um yeah, so for my, I'll start with the overarching. I got three for my top artists. I have three delicate C Steve songs. <laughs> Fuck in my yeah, the consistency. <laughs> yeah. We love a consistent of, king. Three out of five. And then my number three song is um I honestly like my number one and five are both kind of they both are a little cheating. And I'll get into that. So oh, my yeah? number yeah, my number five song is is Looking Looking Glass by Delicate Steve. Okay. And uh this is off the album After Hours. It's one of it's the album that came out, I think in 21. And uh just an awesome guitar part. Kind of sounds like it's like Santana esque. It's not, it's but it's got the bongos and stuff. And it's just it's such a mood. Like he's he's one of my favorite artists to listen to uh late night when I'm cooking or when I'm mm -hmm. flying. There's like the main like Honestly, I was, and I just flew, so I can confidently say, like, I think fly, listening to music in the air is one of my favorite, favorite things to do. It's so, every yeah, album. Yeah, perfect. Sound, the I air to, and the airport. I was going to the airport. I was going to give you the, I was going to give the stamp to everybody for the approval. I listened to Blink-182's new album while I was in the air, and I think it's awesome. Oh, yeah? The <laughs> yeah. Report, the report is in. <laughs> the report is in. Like, this I, I actually was, like, really impressed by them, and it has, like, a lot of the Tom DeLonge, like Angels and Airwaves feel to it, but then they also oh, have yeah. the punk and dude, it was really, it was really solid. I was like, yeah, dude, this that's, is, that's this really is cool. great. They didn't go too corny. Like you can get with that stuff. Um, my number four is Wally Wilder by Delicate Steve. <laughs> and this song <laughs> is so good. It is so good live. This is the one that I showed you. There's a really good version of him playing live. And I honestly like, it, like it looks like he messes up and the band is like completely off in the beginning but he fights through and they finish they finish the performance and like it it has this like you gotta listen to it you got it's a very unique like guitar part intro and like i said i thought that he i thought that they messed up and maybe they did but they he comes back strong and it's it's so it's, it's always about the recovery <laughs> it's always about the recovery and it's like it's like in this tent with like I don't know. It's just like in this pop-up tent that you see at like barbecues, mm -hmm. um, which is pretty cool. Um, my number three song is I'll Wait by Petey. Oh, yeah. And like I said, he got a boost because when I was, I learned this song on drums in September and I just played it on loop. And that's how a lot, a lot of my top songs, like there are a few like Foo Fighters songs. There's a few songs that are yeah. up there that are. Over like, the years, this has been like. Like yeah. nearly lost to. Yeah. Like it, yeah. They, they, things pop up. So I'll wait. Awesome song. One of you know his first single for the album, and and just really, really great song. I mean, it's I've heard it a bunch now at this yeah. point. So a little bit. Of, I, I think it was fatigue, the it was the best song from. But that it, album. but it is but it is their best song. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent his best song. Yeah. Number two, my number two song, another delicate Steve song. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna call this the delicate Steve episode. Yes, the del. It's a delicate episode. I mean. <laughs> So this is I Can Fly Away, also off to the after hours. Uh, Wally, Wired, Wally Wilder was off of Positive Force. But this is uh, of course. I, 
Um, this is off of the After Hours, and this is the song that was in the the original like. And I'll post it. I'm gonna. I'll. We'll post the uh, the Hell clip. Yeah. I think let's everybody. I think it, yeah. Let's post it on Monday when this episode goes up. Except sound. That's a good idea. I will post it. It's fucking hilarious animation. And anyway, that's got me into it. I listen to it. I'm not surprised. It's just one of my. It's just a great. Like I said, cooking song. And yeah. and then my final song is "This Time of Night" by Kurt Vile and Chastity Belt, being the number one song I listen to. And I played it, apparently I played it 65 times, which is, I, I feel like not that much. That's so I want to get a number from you. How many times was your top song listened to? Mine was 94 times, okay. which it also like feels deceptively low for like the top song of the year, because I feel like, like, I, I felt like I listened to Agnes like 94 times, like in one week. Yeah. So, um, you know, I wonder if it's full plays. I don't know. I, th- I like, think their data is suspect, Ethan. I know, I'm questioning a lot of it. Like, yeah. I mean, because that's how data is these days. Like, what are they trying to push? Right. You know, Every, like everybody's, maybe, push, everybody's pushing I mean, something. Pushing I mean, positivity. Song, yeah. And so I'm pretty sure, like, I, I played it 60, 65 times starting October 25th, which is, like, literally, like... That's late. <laughs> that they was like, a month ago. They had, like, a <laughs> like, month They had a month of data to get that going because they, like, they release it, like, November so I, 29th. Well, so I, I put that on and definitely you know, fell asleep to it playing. Oh, and it's yeah. my number. I mean, it was really good. Kurt Vile, like one yeah. of my favorite artists. And then That's, Spotify rap. I'm surprised Kurt Vile wasn't in your top five artists, actually. Yeah. That's another one that is like a repeat mm-hmm. offender for you that I would have expected. Yeah. Which uh, it's just how the year goes, you know, yeah. I, I definitely- It was a delicate like, year. Yeah, it was a delicate year. And it's just the, it's the album. Like I definitely get sucked into these albums that I download. Um, but I will say Spotify. So like, obviously they've revamped their platform. And they have merchandise, tickets, all this stuff. What's mm-hmm. for you? And this, the rap, dude, it got me. They're like, Kurt Vile's coming in March to Birmingham. And I had no choice but to buy two tickets. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to see Kurt Vile in March, which I know that uh, you had tickets to go see and, and you couldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, ended up, uh, <laughs> I ended up getting drunk and <laughs> I chose to hang out with a girl instead. <laughs> Oh really? I thought you just had multiple concerts like that week, and you're just like, I no, I'm I don't, fried. I don't think so. No, like I, there was like something. No, that's what it was. It was no, I think why I didn't had, you take her? That's a terrible. That I, only, a terrible... I only bought the one ticket. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I, I remember I was I was like day drinking the whole day, um, and then I just ended up. Yeah, it was October. Yeah, last year. Um, I should have. Uh, I should have gone to Curveball. <laughs> You, yeah, I, I think it had something to do with the week and, and everything. More yeah, than well, just, th- things were just really crazy at, at that time. Yeah. You know, so. I do want to shout out my number six song mm-hmm. is I Want a Ferrari by Riff Raff, which nice. is hilarious. I listened to that a lot this year. And then number seven was uh, Life, Life by Perpetual Groove. I don't know if you've listened to that song, but P Groove. Let's um let's roll through. You just said six and seven. 10. Just go just yeah. go eight, nine, and ten. Just mention yeah. them. Yeah, I, I know that'd be cool. Uh, we got "Learn to Fly" by the Foo Fighters up yeah. there. Um, and then we got another delicate Steve song called <laughs> "Tattered," which is really Fuck good. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, amazing. That's and then cool. we got this. Uh, there was a "99 Problems" by Big Baby. This uh, some some rap songs got in there. Like a little little Uzi song was next. Yeah. Um. I do want to point out that I think it's, let's see, if that was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 was my uh, first front bottom songs. And can you guess okay. what song it was, Chris? Um, was it Lone Star? No. 
Oh, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, you know, and, and yeah, the next 29 minutes will flow today like concrete. Is, today yeah, is not today, real. Today yeah. is not real. Yes. Yeah. That, I'm not of, surprised that one's there. Yeah. So I, I was like pumped. That. I was pumped about that. Nice. Being, man. being my, being my first front bottom song, you know? Yeah. That's really cool. Um, Go my, ahead, let's... my six through 10, uh, number six was, uh, Adam by medium build. I'm a big mm. medium build guy. Interesting. Yeah, medium builds in there. Yeah, he was also he was number six, and then he was also number one hundred uh, with his song "I Never Learned to Dance." Uh, but number seven was "Doors I Painted Shut" by the Wonder Years. That was the first track from the Hum Goes On Forever. <laughs> uh, number eight is uh, "Divorce and the American South" by Dan Campbell of the Wonder Years' side project, Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties. Uh, number nine was In the Fade by Queens of the Stone Age. Nice. Uh, and number 10 was Hot Mulligan's song, Please Don't Cry, You Have Swag. Um, yeah, that's that's really that's important. Good. Yeah, and then just missing out on the top 10, number 11 was I Just Want to Sell at My Funeral by The Wonder Years. Mm. Um, so yep. that's uh, that's unsurprising. My top front bottom I love song, the just because we're talking about it, is The Beers. Yeah. Yep, yeah, The Beers. That's so good. That's up, in, that's up for me. And Vacation Town, I think, was... yeah. A second, if I love the idea, uh, the number one hundred. What was you, you said? Your, hum, your number one hundred was medium build. It was also medium build. Yeah, never learned to dance. That's awesome. Mine was after hours by Delicate Steve. <laughs> Dude, Delicate <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> makes sense why he was your top artist. Dude, you, Dude, you say you I think you his li- whole album is on here. You listened for fifty five thousand minutes. About thirty five thousand of it was Delicate Steve. I, I think so. That's amazing. Uh yeah, I like the that top. A lot. Yeah, this. It's pretty much my top, yeah, it's a lot. It's just those albums kind of like yeah. mixed up, which is kind of cool. Absolutely. Do you have any closing thoughts on your Spotify top 100? Uh, and then if you don't, I am going to uh, breeze through the uh, Grunge Bible podcast Spotify wrapped. Mm-hmm. No, I think the only real um, thoughts I have on this is, um, yeah, no, I don't really have much. <laughs> I was going to try and say something like, you know, use it to, you know, listen to more. Don't be d- deterred. I think some people like, I saw something of people trying to edit their freaking top whatever. It's like, bullshit. You, you got to own yeah, it. Yeah, what you listen to, you listen to. I mean, it yeah. is kind of weird. And it's just, and it's, like, it's, it's, a, it's a form of a fingerprint. Yeah. So don't be ashamed of what you listen to. And, and if, you know, if your goal is to put a young band in your top whatever, then, you know, that's very admirable goal for the next year. So mm-hmm. see what you can do. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's roll through uh speed round edition, uh, grunge Bible podcast, Spotify wrapped. So this is the, uh, with the disclaimer that only about like 40% of our listens come from Spotify. Uh, Apple, yeah. Apple music is responsible for like 50%. And then like all the other randos have the other 10%. But, um, Ethan, our most popular episode was episode 100, the top 100 grunge songs. And it was streamed, according to Spotify, 990% more than your average episode. So that one was a heater. Um, I thought you were going to say 990,000 minutes. No, no, no. (laughs) No. Um, Let's see. uh, Moving forward, um, 80% of our listeners discovered us in 2023. Um, 15% of our new listeners began with that episode 100. Um, Unsurprisingly, the United States was our top country with 48% of our streams coming from the United States. Although we were streamed in 80 countries, 8-0. So that's that's, that's a lot. Think you can name 80 countries? Uh, uh, I'm not going to do it right now, but it'd be really hard. <laughs> it'd be really fucking hard. Um, our harder most, than you think. Yeah. 
Our, our top five countries were the United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, and Germany. Germany make it in there. So uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, our listeners' top music genres were rock, pop, and alternative rock. I don't think any surprises there. Um, our podcast rating at this time, we've got, I think, 228 ratings on Spotify, and we carry a 4.9 out of 10. Um, so Out of 10? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> four, <laughs> four, <laughs> four point nine out of five. Uh, I mean, so I don't I, care either way. I was just yeah, yeah. Let's see if we can get it lower. It. Yeah, fuck them. Let's see um, how many followers we could lose, Chris. <laughs> we have like six thousand one hundred uh, podcast followers. So. On Spotify. Yeah, I think we could half that by the new year. Um, whatever <laughs> this means, Ethan, we hit the charts in three countries, and we peaked at number six. I don't know what chart. I don't know where. I don't know for how long, but we peaked at number six. Uh, so that's good. Last year, we peaked at like 32. Um, so that's pretty oh, good. Oh, really? Yeah. So our, our listeners grew by 40%. Our streams grew by 38%. Uh, we, we Our follower count grew by 64%. Uh, and our min number of minutes created grew by 6% relative to uh, 2022. Uh, and this year we created 43 hours of uh, podcast content. So um, additionally, I think these are the cool stats. We are a top 10 podcast for 2,998 people. We are a top five podcast for 2,138 people. And there are 675 brave souls out there that listen to our podcast on Spotify more than they do any other podcast on Spotify. So I think that's a really, really cool it's one. It's a good to, number. Yeah, it's a good number. It feels it feels good. Um, so that's Grunge Bible Spotify wrapped. Yeah, that is that is definitely the best number that you can say. Yeah. Out of that whole list, probably. Yeah. And I love how like the top ten, top five number is pretty cool. Like if you if if you're in the top Pretty ten, close. like you're in the top five, because like about two thousand nine hundred were in the top ten, but twenty one hundred were in the top yeah, five. So very close. There's a lot of people who tune in frequently, um, and I think that's a really really cool thing. I'd I'd rather have that be a cool number than like the total number of followers or something. Um, mm -hmm. So it's cool that people people are engaged and people keep returning uh, back to our podcast, which uh, is very flattering, and we're continuing to grow, and uh, it seems like. Uh, you know, we're about to have our this. annual annual episode where we bring Drew on and Dreamcast. Exactly, I can't wait for that one, and I'm sure yeah. no one else, everyone else, can't wait for that one either. So yeah, uh, that's uh, that's about it. Uh, where should we go for uh, songs of the week, Ethan? We, we post our playlist of our songs of the year. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I was yeah. say, I mean, we gave you there's tons of tons of good music that we've we've talked right. about. I mean, yeah, so. I mean, we could do our top song too. Yeah, I'll just I mean, I'll just it, throw "You're the Reason I Want the World to End" on the playlist, but then um, on Monday I'll just we'll just reshare our links to uh, Spotify Wrapped. Sounds good. Yeah, I think that's good. I, I love. I mean, yeah, we got playlists. Tons of playlists were just made. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Think of how many were were created right there. So. Um, I do have to say, not going to be my song of the week because I just said that it wasn't going to be, um, but I've been fucking obsessed um, with an album by the band Spanish Love Songs. Um, mm -hmm. It's their album yeah. called Brave Faces, everyone. like And Ethan, it has been a very long time since I've um, 
basically listened exclusively to an album on repeat. Like I'm talking every day, every time I get in the car, like I'm putting this album on and I listen to it front to back. And when I finished it, I just restarted again. Um, I'll have more to say on it when we have more time maybe to discuss it. And I'll probably be a song of the week next week. But um, I just wanted to get that out there because it's been like the, the latest thing that I've really been focused on and excited about and affected by. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, you sent that to me and I listened to that when I was, flying i only got like a few songs oh, yeah. downloaded before i yeah hit the air but don't spend too much time with it like it's really sad and it really it's tough um it's 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 so strange so as like, you I, as you proclaim you listen to <laughs> it nonstop. all i've done, yeah. <laughs> all no, I've done do, all i can do as i say not as i do um <laughs> right. it was really funny not funny um but i uh, like i i go on reddit from time to time and like i'm in like the pop punk subreddit and like everybody talks about it so when i found um uh when I found, you know, like, it's serious when yeah, the, when, the, when the they pop get punk Reddit, yeah, when, when they get into when when they get into the Reddit. Um, so I looked up that album or something, and uh, like what people were saying about it, and somebody commented on one of the Reddit posts, and they're like, "I blame this type of music for the apathy that I was consumed with for the last ten years of my life," and like I was like, "Fuck." Me. Yeah, like that's really sad. Like they're like, I was so obsessed with this scene that I really believed that the world was tough and the world wasn't going to be good for me. Um It is tricky. It's tricky because I was listening to that song and like like one of the choruses in, in on, on that album is like, Don't you know that you're gonna die poor? Like and it's it's fucking I mean, yeah, yeah it's like, it's like if, have you if, ever if, felt lower than anyone else? I'm feeling lower than everyone else. Um, it can't be yeah. this bleak forever. It's going to be this dark forever. Like, fuck dude. Like you got to stay away. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's like chains sometimes, you know, Alice in Chains, you got to yeah, ration Chains. Out. I mean, literally, like you said, I mean, or if the people you are, who the, you hang out with, I mean, it really is like the music. I, and I, I, I do believe that. Like I try to listen to, I think that's why I've gotten more into maybe jam bands and stuff. Yeah. I <laughs> could probably it's hard use to some be, of that. It's hard to get like. Hard to get really down. I'm wearing, dude. I didn't even realize I'm wearing the goose uh, tray yeah, shirt right now. That's fucking awesome. But yeah, the, the pop punk love it, but it's because it makes you feel a certain way. Misery loves company. Yeah, I I find myself romanticizing, you know, depressing thoughts. It's yeah, it's terrible. But like the, at times, it's, yeah. Ugh, the, uh, it's tricky. the 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 dissenting opinion, like I think on that same comment thread, like it was right when that album got announced, and someone was like, simply put, like this album is going to save lives because it talks a lot about drug addiction and like the fallout from how tough society is these days, particularly for people that struggle with different things. And it's like, as this person interpreted it, the overarching theme is like, yeah, like you can't shy away from the fact that things are tough and maybe things are worse than they were, but like you still have to try. Um, so that's that's where I put my eggs, not the uh, not the first one that I mentioned, but um, mm -hmm. what a cool thing. You put something it's out of true. the world and someone's like, this is going to save lives. Yeah, it is. What's better than that? No, no, that's very... It's a good, good piece of words. I'm trying to think like, cause we've talked about this quite a bit lastly, and you know, some of the people have commented and have had reminders to ourselves. It's amazing what people produce that can have an impact. Yeah. Small sketches, you know, mm. small sets of words. Like, yeah. And we're, we're, we're going to have to uh, figure out a way in the near future to discuss some of these things. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and this is, I mean, this is the way it's just, it's just art. It's a different, you know, different forms of art and whether it's music, skits, mu movies, like, I mean, we talk about it. I think, I think the last episode yeah. just gives you words for the emotions that you don't know how to express. 
Mm-hmm. It's how all of these all of these mediums go. It's just it's an escape that you are probably unsure of how to oh yeah to do yourself. So absolutely. Well, that's our personal Anyways, year in review. A long December coming up. <laughs> yeah, man. And this year will be better than the last. This was a good year, but we'll, we'll get into that in the next couple of weeks. Can't so wait. I don't want to spoil it. So, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, tell us uh, if you're listening on Spotify, there's like a little like a, a question thing that gets automatically posted on all of the episodes. And it says like, what did you think about this episode? Um, fuck that question and just like, Tell us what your top song was. Put that in the in the section there. That'd be cool. And then we can talk about them later. So hell yeah. yeah. All right, Kings. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Drew, our producer, for doing a wonderful Drew. job. It's maybe a little bit longer. I'll have to check the tape when we go back. One hour and eleven minutes right now. Ooh, okay. If my math's correct. I think I started a little late, but so thank you, Drew. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, we'll mom. See you. Thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. We'll see you next week, guys. See you, pal.